Praise the Lord. We are so happy that you are here with us today. Thank you for joining us. You are going to be blessed by what you are about to hear by the words. And so get ready to take some notes and write down what the word of God is, is saying through our pastor, Pastor Tony. And then please come on back. Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome. I am Pastor Tony Jones, and I am the pastor of Impact Fellowship. Welcome on this rainy uh, Sunday morning. Well, at least it's raining here, uh, February the 28th, 2021. We thank God for this day, for this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Self. You've never failed us. You've always been there. Hallelujah. You know, I thank God for all of you who might have missed our, our opening introduction. Welcome into this morning. Um, we are looking forward to seeing what God is going to do today. And I recognize a few things. One, that God is trying to teach us specifics. And then not only is he teaching us specifics, but we're getting down to what people would call the nuts and bolts. Why this thing really works, you know, um, who is this God? Uh, and, and so uh, I'm very excited about um, the message that we're going to um, get to um, today. So come on, turn with me into the book of Mark, Mark the 11th chapter, Mark the 11th chapter, and we're going to begin around verse 12. Mark the 11th chapter, and we're going to begin around verse number 12. Uh, come on, let's read. Now, the next day, when they had come out of Bethany, he was hungry, and we're talking about Jesus. And seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves, he went to see if perhaps he would find something on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. In response, Jesus said to it, Let no one eat fruit from you ever again. And his disciples heard it. Now let's jump down to verse number 20. Now in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi or teacher, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered away. So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Hallelujah. I just want to give a title and just share from the topic of have faith in God. Have faith in God. Hallelujah. Have faith in God. Now, you see that uh, here, and I apologize, we're having a little, little technical uh, difficulty here. Um, we see that uh, here, this particular uh, uh, topic where Jesus is speaking specifically now 
to the uh, disciples about something that is the foundational, about something that is very important, and that is about the faith in God. So we see that Jesus is walking, and he sees a fig tree. Um, and I think you might have heard me talk about this particular topic before, but here we see that the tree was out of season. But there was something that was different, even though the, the tree or, or the fruit of, of figs is out of season, the tree looked ripe. And there was something about the big, bold, green leaves that said, I have something to give you. Uh, the scripture says that Jesus, seeing this, um, went to it and looked at the fig tree. In other words, he pulled back those big green uh, uh, inviting leaves and found that there was no fruit. And he did something here. He cursed the tree and he said these words. He says, no one shall eat of you ever again. Why is this important? Because a few things. This thing was uh, uh, posing itself or showing itself to be one thing that it was not. And Jesus didn't want anyone else to go through what he had just been through. Now, the very next day, uh, well, the scripture says, and, and here it is, the uh, disciples heard what he said. Now, Jesus was speaking to the tree. And, but the disciples heard what Jesus said, and they remembered it. Scripture says the next day, the disciples, remembering again what Jesus said, saw the tree withered from its roots. So in other words, this tree, in order for the disciples to see its roots, it had to be uprooted. Somebody said, pull, pull up. Pull up. It had to be pulled up from the ground in order for its roots to be seen. And not only was it pulled up, but it had been uh, laid down. In other words, it had already dried up and withered. Why is this important? Because we are missing uh, how to begin to speak to things instead of speaking to people. Glory to God. We prefer to speak to people. Speaking to people makes me feel good, whether I'm speaking good things or I'm speaking bad things. But see, hallelujah, if we don't speak to the situation, that situation will continue. Hallelujah. But I feel better when I speak directly to the person. But guess what, beloved? The the person is not your issue. Hallelujah. The issue is what's behind them. Some of us, we have to learn how to speak to the issue. And if we speak to the issue, we won't have a problem any longer. Glory to God. Uh, see, and I'm almost done already. In this uh, particular passage, uh, we want to use... Um, that word that, that Jesus used, he used the word mountain. And mountains are things in our lives that we struggle with. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. There are things that are false mm -hmm. that we think are true. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. Or that we have uh, accepted to be true. Things that, have, that we have become afraid of or scared by. So here you have all these things that represent 
mountains to us. Well, 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 preacher, can you help me out a little bit? Um, uh, I need some some further examples of what you're talking about. Okay, um, so could COVID nineteen be a mountain? Absolutely, hallelujah. Could uh, uh, finances be a mountain? Absolutely. How about depression? You're right there now. Glory to God. See, you have all these different things today that show themselves to be mountainous or bigger than we are. Hallelujah. So you have all these different things. How about this? Um, we begin to battle against um, what is true and what is a lie. Glory to God. See, here the scripture will always represent truth. Glory to God. But a lie is easier to believe. What are you talking about? Well, the scripture says that you are made in the image and in the likeness of God. Hallelujah. So if you are made in the image and the likeness of God, why would we consider ourselves to be anything less than what our Father is. Hallelujah. Let me go a little bit further. Um, see, some of us will, will take on the lie that I am uh, dumb, glory to God, or I am not smart, or I am this, or I am that. Some of us will take on the lie of I can't do anything right, glory to God. Hallelujah. So it's very easy to believe a lie. It's very easy to accept the untruth about situations that you are in. See, when we start believing the lies of the enemy, we start building up these mountainous walls or these mountainous fears in our lives. Glory to God. Example is, I'm not good enough. Glory to God. I have relationship issues. Hallelujah. We start using words like like. Can I just go here for a second? We start using words like, you disrespect me. Hallelujah. See, here we have a situation where I care more that somebody uh, uh, is respecting me that don't like me. Okay, I'll say it differently. People who are not meant to be in your space, glory to God, will not necessarily respect you. But see, our flesh wants to be respected and loved by our enemies. Glory to God. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Uh, there are certain people that's been in your life, that's in your life, that is not meant to be your friend. But we want those things that don't like me or don't like us to a uh, 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 change. We want them to change and and, and become uh, uh, friends with me. Hallelujah. There, there was a, a movie called Mean Girls um, that was out. Um, glory to God. And this is always the uh, a perfect example. Here you have um, a group of young ladies who are mean on purpose to separate themselves from the other people. Glory to God. And so we gravitate to those things that reject us. And we want to be accepted by those things. Thinking this, how about this? You know, see, if I can get into this group, then I can change that group. Glory to God. But see, one thing about this, beloved, is that ah, you can't change what you were, what you have not been called to. Mm. You can't change what God has not blessed you 
with. Those things might look good on the outside. See, one of the fascination with the mean girls group is that they were cute. They were attractive. They wore attractive things. And so people admired those things. See, we want the admiration of that which is not good for us. Glory to God. I know I'm preaching to somebody this morning. We want to be accepted by that thing that wants to reject us. But God has not called you to those things. One of the other aspects of that whole relationship issue is that I want to be, uh, uh, I want to get accepted or be accepted because if I could just get in to this group, then I will be established. But guess what, beloved? Something happens there. That spirit that you want to accept, want to accept you, if you were to get into that thing, then that spirit would infuse in you and you would begin to act just like them. Glory to God. So here you have all these different things where, where, where God is trying to, to, to show them is that you don't want that mountain in your life. Hallelujah. Because there are other things that you can do. You have to speak to those things. Um, and then watch those things disappear from you. Let me go back to, I'm speaking. Let's, let's go a little bit further in Luke here. Luke, the 17th chapter. And I'm going to tell a, a separate but but kind of um, uh, the same story here. Luke, the 17th chapter, beginning around verse 3, it says, Take heed to yourselves. If your brother sins against you, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. Hallelujah. That was, okay, that's easy. If, if your brother sins against you, let him know. Yo, bro, <laughs> you did this to me. Now here comes, this is the, the important part. If he repents, forgive him. Um, why is that important? Because if, if he repents, if he says, I'm sorry, you're right, I did this thing, um, forgive him. He has now taken himself out. But guess what, beloved? The flesh says, no, you did this to me. And I'm going to tell you again tomorrow that you did this thing to me. But Jesus lays out what should happen next. He says, if he sins and he repents, forgive him. And then he goes on to verse 4. It says, and if he sins against you seven times in a day, and seven times in a day returns to you saying, I repent. Here, this is where I love. Jesus says, you shall Forgive him. Wait a minute. He didn't, Jesus doesn't give us an option. He says, you shall forgive him. Hallelujah. Let's move on to verse 5. And the apostle said to the Lord, Lord, increase our faith. Now, here it is because the, the apostles recognize immediately that God, I don't have that kind of faith. You know, I can't say that I can do this thing because if he sins against me, in other words, uh, uh, today's language would be, if he did something to me, if he took something from me, if he hurt me in any way, um, I'm not sure if I can for forgive him. Hallelujah. Watch this. So Jesus says this in verse 6. Um, if you have faith as a mustard seed. Now, a mustard seed is the smallest seed there is. If you have faith 
uh, as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, uh, be pulled up by the roots and be planted in the sea and it will obey you. Yes. It will obey you. So Jesus says, listen, it's not about the uh, uh, a strength that you're asking for. Hallelujah. Many times we always ask for strength. You know, I, I know because there's a lot of people who would say, Pastor, would you pray for me that God gives me strength? You know, um, and sometimes I resist that, you know, mainly if I know what you're asking for. And I would help um, educate and say, what you're asking for is faith and not strength. Glory to God. See, because we think of strength to endure. We think of strength to overcome, but it's not what you need. Your faith has to be increased because your faith can change everything that's in front of you. Glory to God. See, sometimes, you know, we become accustomed to getting into uh, battles. We become accustomed to getting into fights. And so we want to train ourselves so that we can fight. Glory to God. Mm -hmm. So uh, when 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 these things happen, and we say, mm, God, just, mm, I can't believe she did this. Mm, I can't believe she said this thing to me. Lord, give me strength. Uh, if you have faith, the size of a mustard seed, you can speak to that situation. Now, hallelujah. You can speak directly to the situation. Now, I want to give uh, a separation here. I'm not talking about speaking directly to the person. I'm talking about speaking to the situation. The situation is different than the person. Glory to God. Yes. But, but my, my, my flesh wants to come into confrontation with the person. Because my flesh, yeah, hallelujah, even, even those who are not physically strong in their bodies, they might be, uh, they might be physically strong in word. So if I can just get into a word battle, I can tell you off. Glory to God. See, cause sometimes we recognize that what I can say to you can hurt you far worse than what I can physically do to you. Glory to God. See, cause if I physically do something to you, um, 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 the, the, uh, the, the law would then, uh, come against me. But if I can tear you down, if I can tear you asunder with my words, then, mm, I can then come back and get a little bit more when I have, uh, uh, uh when, when, I, when I'm ready. But here you have, um, God is telling the uh, disciples, like, listen, it's not about strength, but it's about faith. When you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can speak to anything that's in front of you. And he gives the example of the tree. Hallelujah. He says, listen, you can speak to this tree and tell it where to go. And not only tell it where to go, but to, where to repurpose itself. In other words, so far away from you that you will not have to see it again. God does everything the right way. The right so way. why do we, why is he telling us uh, of this? Why is he giving us this understanding? Because uh, uh, Paul explains it this way in Ephesians. Ephesians, the sixth chapter, I think it's around the uh, 12th verse. He says, um, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in high places. You can't wrestle with Tony because Tony's going to get tired of you eventually 
and he's going to either walk in the opposite direction or he's going to whoop your tail. <laughs> Come on, let, 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 let's move on. You can't wrestle with flesh because flesh does not uh, give you the outcome that you need. Your battle is going to be in the spiritual realm. The spiritual realm is where you're going to see change. The spiritual realm is where you're going to see newness of situation. The spiritual realm is where you're going to get what you're looking for, not in the physical. So uh, here are a, a few suggestions, hallelujah, how to use God's word in overcoming the struggles with the enemy. Hallelujah. Um, with the word, you have the power to resist any appeal Satan can, can make. Glory to God. Seeking answers or validations, we engage in conduct that goes against God. Watch this. Um, let's go right into it. One, we can uh, engraft or memorize the word of God in our hearts. In other words, we find those scriptures, glory to God, that speak directly to situations that we are going through. And then we, we, we remember them. We engraft them. We memorize them so that we can speak directly to that situation. The next one, we meditate um, day and night on the verses um, that, that you've just um, studied or the verses that you just memorized. What does that mean to meditate? To meditate means to, to think about. Glory to God. Um, so if I'm saying I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, um, my meditation is just on that, on those specific things of God. And now specifically the word of God. I will meditate on those things. Glory to God. The next one, I will say the memorized passage to myself the moment I become afraid, tempted, scared, or whatever is appropriate to your situation. Why is that important? Because it's the word of God that removes that thing that, well, I feel. Ah, It's not about feeling. It's about what I know. See, here, this is where we uh, uh, struggle with um, in, in our Christian walk, you know, because we often talk about and we often lead into things with, well, I feel in the moment we say, well, I feel we, we, we put ourselves in a place of being in the permissive will of God instead of the perfect will. The word of God will always keep us in the perfect will of God. Glory to God. So when, when we use those phrases, when we use those scriptures specifically in our situation, we stay in the perfect will of God. Hallelujah. Next one. We recognize and obey the prompting of the Holy Spirit to obey, uh, to obey God's words. Watch this. Um, then watch this. We surround all of these things, all of these steps with prayer. What do you mean? So as I'm going into prayer, those same scriptures that I memorized, I, I repeat them to God. Well, God, you said that I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. So, Father, I thank you for strengthening my heart. I thank you for strengthening my mind. So we use those same words um, to affirm our situation, to affirm who we are 
as we are praying. Glory to God. Now, let me just give you, um, before I wrap this up, and I'm almost done, um, let me give you uh, just a homework assignment. There it is. Um, and specifically some um, scriptures to work with. Um, so if I'm dealing with um, my finances, I'm going to give you this. Um, Matthew, the sixth chapter, verses 24 through 34. And Philippians, four, uh, Philippians, the fourth chapter, in the sixth verse. If you're dealing with um, worry over finances. Um, how about this? If you're dealing with issues of forgiveness, Matthew 6 and 15. Uh, Matthew 6 chapter and verse 15. Um, how about fear of the future? Um, I have uh, a, a lot of students here who are with me. Um, so um, if I'm not sure about graduation, I'm not sure about where I'm going to go, where I'm going to live. Fear of the future. Second Timothy, um, the first chapter, verse number seven. How about just um, a general discouragement? I'm just discouraged by what I'm looking at. That would be Galatians, the sixth chapter, verse nine. And I'm specifically giving you um, uh, things that will uh, uh, pinpoint or get to specific issues so that we can begin to incorporate some of these things in God. Because, see, Sunday mornings has to be uh, 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 life-changing for us. It can't just be a place where we come, congregate, uh, have an hour and a half of, 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 of a good fellowship, and then we go right back to doing the same things. We have to learn how to implement these things. Because if we don't, the, the moment it's over, I go right back in being the same man or being the same woman that I was before. I go right back into the same speech or I go right back into the same actions that I've done before. God is trying to get something new to us. Uh, and it's new because we won't incorporate it. But the moment we begin to incorporate what God is saying, things will change. Uh, call upon him while he is yet near. And, and, I, and I, I use that phrase to you because these are the, the, the trying times of our day that we're going through. Finances, job loss, um, uh, pandemics. These are the things that needs God's attention that have formed mountains in our lives. Some of these things have to be spoken to and then removed. Spoken to and then removed so that we can go on and walk in the perfect will of the Father. God's desire is that we be in perfect peace. And in order to get into perfect peace, we have to have our minds fixed on him because he has given us his word and in his word um, is the recipe for everything that we're going through, every situation that we find ourselves in. Most of us lack peace, glory to God. And we lack peace because we don't know what God is saying in this situation, glory to God. We don't know what God has for us while we're yet going through these things. We, we talk about grace, but how do I get to grace? You know, what does grace do? Glory to God. It's in the word of God. And if we can get to the word of God and begin to uh, uh, put those things in our hearts and begin to speak to our situation, we shall see change. Glory to God. 
Come on, I'm done. I'm, I'm closing the uh, a book. Um, last thing that I'm going to say, and see, you can see me closing the book. Uh, last thing that I'm, I'm going to say is that this week we have to begin to implement this passage. Um, we have to have faith in God. The scripture says in Hebrews, the 11th chapter, around verse 1, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We have to be able to speak it before we see it. Glory to God. Faith is not going to come after we have seen it, but faith is going to come when we declare it. One of the things that Mark, the 11th chapter, reminded me of is that my, my pastor, Bishop uh, Melvin Jenkins, would often uh, uh, re reference or quote this chapter. When you pray, believe that you have received it. Why? Because it initiates your faith. Now, everything that you've prayed about, everything that you've prayed for, many of us have missed um, our our opportunities because we didn't believe. Glory to God. So this is our opportunity to believe God. When you pray, believe that you have received it and watch God do it on your behalf. Come on, let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for who you are. And we thank you, Lord God, for being the King of kings and the Lord of lords. So, Father, you see right now our situation. You see our homes, Lord God. Father, I thank you right now that every word that has come forth, every prayer that has come forth, Lord God, Father, is believed by those who are praying, Father. Father, I thank you for increasing our faith. I thank you, Lord God, for what you're saying and doing. Lord God, you haven't left us. And Lord God, I thank you, Lord God, that each day that we awake is another opportunity for us to get it right, Lord God. So, Father, hallelujah, increase our faith, Lord God. Increase us, Lord God. I thank you for what you're saying and doing for us at this time, Lord God. Father, you are a good God, and you do all things well. There's nothing, Father, that is too hard for you. There is nothing that you are not able to do, Father. So, Father, we believe you in all things, and in all things we give thanks, for this is the will of God for us, Lord God. So we thank you, Father, for what you're saying and doing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. God, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for what you're saying and doing uh, for us. At this point, um, beloved, we're going to go right into our offering period. Um, and we ask all those who are um, uh, uh, tithing um, to uh, send um, your tithe and send your offering to um, dollar sign impact fellowship. Now, um, this week, um, uh, Dr. Sarah is working on. Uh, getting, um, excuse me, Dr. Sarah is working on getting uh, things um, to you for those who we, re we, we understand that tax season is upon us. And some of you have been asking for um, the a statement as to what your giving has been. So we're going to get those to you. Um, in fact, Sarah's going to come back and give you um, some information about how to get that information and how to contact us. But again, our uh, cash app is dollar sign impact fellowship. Um, and you can send your offering and your tithe now. 
Father, we thank you for those who are giving. We thank you, Lord God, for the ones who have to give and those who have not. Father, fill the empty hand for the next time, Lord God. And Father, we thank you, Lord God, that the money is being collected, is being used for the upbuilding of your kingdom. Your kingdom come and your will be done, Lord God. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And uh, <clears throat> we invite you to join us in various ways. Um, you can watch us if you want to hear the word of God again. Um, and you're walking or you're driving, you can um, turn on a podcast. You can find us at anchor.fm forward slash impact fellowship. <clears throat> That's one word. You can also find us on YouTube through the week. This ministry is um, going to be available to you. You can type in impact fellowship. And you will see several different impact fellowships, but you will recognize our ministry um, by our insignia, the sign and with that flame over the eye, Jesus being that fire in our ministry. And so we invite you also to connect with us <clears throat> at www.impactpsh.com. You can get on there. You can um, let us know if you have a prayer request. If you have a concern, something you want us specifically to pray with you about, or if you want to connect with us, as well as if you want to send your address to us, um, you can reach us at impactpsh.com. Um, and God bless you. Amen. Listen, we are very happy that you are here with us. And if you are being blessed by this ministry, we invite you to share it with someone else. Um, this is not a thing of, you know, we want to hoard all of this stuff just for ourselves. But if you're being blessed by the ministry, um, share it with someone else. Invite them to come and view with you and let God move in their lives as well as yours. So listen, we love you. And as always, we invite you to have a good week in God on purpose. God bless you and have a great week. Amen. Beloved, that's one of Pastor's words, beloved. We must have faith in God. And it's not something that we plan for next year or next month. He said this week, we must have faith in God. So take those. I hope that you took the wrote notes down about memorizing the word of God, meditating on it, praying it back to him so that you can have the victory in your faith as you speak to situations, right? Not the people. And so we pray. We believe God's for his words and move in your life. God bless you.